0: Everybody, i'm sarah
1: and i'm low oh microphone down <laughs> and i'm
0: low <laughs> and welcome back to let's unwind Woo! Ooh,
1: i like i'm all discombobulated we haven't recorded in weeks
0: i know it's so weird to do this again it's seriously i mean it's only been three weeks i guess but it feels like so long that, since oh, we've done this well
1: to start things off what are you drinking
0: okay right now i'm drinking a truly lemonade lemon flavor I'm almost done with it, so I brought a backup in so I don't have to interrupt. And I got, at the store today, I got the White Claw Surf Pack. Have you had those? I have, they're actually pretty good. I, have you ever been trying to decide what to drink and you're like standing in the aisles and you're just so indecisive? I was there for probably five minutes going back and forth between, maybe I want some craft beer or maybe I want champagne. Do I want a wine spreads? And I settled on Old Reliable White Claw. So this flavor is Citrus Yuzu Smash. I guess I'll open it real quick and take a sip so I can let you know what I think. Wow, test. Okay wow that's really good. I don't know what a yuzu is but yeah, I like I looking it up
1: at one point and then I, still I still don't remember what it is. I
0: think it's like a citrus type. Okay that makes yes. sense. I like it. I like it Picasso. What are you drinking?
1: I am still on my Italy kick so I'm having an alcohol Sprit.
0: Ooh, uh, that sounds good. I was thinking about making one as well, but I was like, it's a lot of steps, but what kind of Prosecco did you put in them? It's the
1: Volstra, Volstra. It's the purple bottle, you know, what I'm the purple label. It's not in front of me, so I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but I got it from Total Wine.
0: Okay. Yes. I know what I am talking about.
1: Well, so I like a door dashed alcohol last night because I needed stuff because I wanted to spread some martinis before I went out. And then I was like, oh, I kind of want Aperol spritzes tomorrow. So I just DoorDash from total wine and I like was like, okay, I'm gonna pace myself tomorrow and I'm only gonna get like the mini bottles of Prosecco and just have like two of those just to be good. That way I don't like have to feel obligated to drink the whole bottle like I usually do. Um, because you have to drink it in the day because then it goes flat.
0: I know. No, you seriously, that's my problem. Like, yeah,
1: I, you, I get it. So and so then I put, I got two little bottles and then I put like what to do if they don't have it, like, you know, the substitutions. And so I put, okay, well, if they don't have it, then I'll just get one big bottle. I got two big bottles.
0: Oh my gosh. I mean, there's worse problems to have in life. I was It's like, it's going to, I'm going to drink it eventually, but
1: I'm just like, damn, that was expensive. Cause then I got like vodka. Cause I was out of vodka. I got Aperol. I got Prosecco. I got Kahlua, like I literally spent like of dollars to DoorDash stuff. But I'm like, it's a lot of money, but I'm not for one night. Like I have all that stuff for a while. So. Yeah, that'll last like a week or two. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that'll last a couple of weeks. <laughs> Probably. Um, no, the vodka will last a while because I don't really drink vodka at home that much. Unless I have people or I want it in espresso martini.
0: Okay, we have a lot to catch up on. We do. This intro might be a little bit longer than normal because like we said, it's been three weeks since yes. we've sat down and kind of caught up. So.
1: so I know you went on a trip and everything. So kind of give me the rundown on your last few weeks.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. So not this weekend, but last weekend, like the first week in October, the second week, I don't know. Um, I went to Nashville to see my friend Nicole and it was so much fun. So she lives in Franklin, which is like 25-ish minutes outside of like downtown Nashville. So I got there Thursday and Friday, she had to work for a little bit during the day. So I just went on a walk outside of her neighborhood and being in South Florida, it's obviously hot year round. So um, it was so nice, it was like 70, but like no humidity, of course, just gorgeous. So I decided to go on a walk and I walked like a mile and a half without even realizing it. Like my watch was like, oh, mile completed just cause it was so gorgeous, so beautiful. The leaves were starting to change like the mountains in the background, it was gorgeous. Um, and then obviously we did downtown Nashville, like Broadway. It was hectic of course, but it was so much fun. We didn't go into a lot of like the super popular places just because of the lines. We were like, we're not waiting in line, but we did go into Luke Bryan's place and Kid Rock. And those were a lot of fun. Saturday, we went to um, this part of Nashville called Germantown, this little neighborhood. And it's so cute. We did brunch there and they were having an Oktoberfest going on. So we ended up doing that, got the big steins of beer. So much fun. Um, And then Saturday night, we just went out again in East Nashville. Tried to watch the FSU game. They wouldn't put it on. There was, okay, there is, Tennessee wasn't playing that night. They weren't playing at night. There was, it was a sports bar, sports restaurant. There was probably 12 TVs in there. Four right next to each other all had the Bama game on. I'm like, I get that everyone in football kisses Bama's ass, but like, do we really need to have them on four fucking TVs? next to each other like I don't think so so we left and then we just went to this other really cute bar um I left on Sunday um so yeah that was my Nashville trip it was so much fun yeah so overall what it was nice just to see Nicole because I hadn't seen her in so long and it was just gorgeous there. I definitely want to go back I want to go back with Andre's um and this year was like the or this time of year I think was the perfect time of year to go so oh my gosh. And then I'm in the Fort Lauderdale airport waiting to leave doing my double Tito's waters because I hate flying. I hate airports. So I'm just hanging out at the bar, having some food, reading and this, these two groups behind me run into each other. They happen to know each other. One is a group of parents going to college to to visit their kid for parents weekend. The other is like a group of dads or like men going to a bachelor party. And I guess they all knew each other. So they all congregate behind me at the bar and then there's like a table right there that they try to like take over and get their drinks there and like from the bar and go sit there and the bartender is like hey like that's someone's section like you need to like go to the host and like have her seat you there if you want to sit there or you can just like stand here they decided to just stand there behind me so obnoxious um but the worst most offensive part was this one man ordered a double bourbon on the rocks and it was like 1 p.m and i'm all for no rules on vacation no rules at airports five o'clock somewhere but just a double bourbon at like 1 p.m that's nasty I don't care you're d- going to jail I no. feel like that just means you have a problem if you want bourbon at 1 p.m right like- and a double like uh-uh no um oh and then one thing I thought was funny because like obviously everyone knows like airport drinks and food and everything is so overpriced I ordered a double because of course like I just said I get nervous anxiety and Flying airports, so but the girl next to me ordered a single, and the bartender was like, "Oh, for only six more dollars, I can make it a double." But I'm like, "Why did you say that? Like it was a deal for six more dollars? I can like a whole
1: another like drink normally,
0: right? Like it's not like oh, for only two more dollars, like I'll make it a double." Um. So yeah, that was my Nashville trip. So much fun, and then I got back Sunday night, and yeah. And then this weekend, what did I do? Friday, we just hung out. We watched the Elvis movie, but I'll go into that at the end um, when we talk about our reviews. I know I'm really behind though because that came out a while ago. Um, yesterday there was a breast cancer walk and like my mom um, like likes to walk every year. So, and like the school that she works for has like a big team. So we walked, it was me, my mom Andres, um, my mom's teaching partner, her best friend Karen and our, our friend Vicky, who's actually from Tennessee, from Nashville visiting. Um, it was so much fun and we always do brunch after. So I love the walk, I love making strides against cancer but the brunch is second best part of it so (laughs) that was a lot of fun afterwards we went back to karen's house had more champagne probably more than i needed to have and then last night we had my friend ariana's birthday party and she did a murder mystery party and it was so much fun like we all got assigned to characters on monday um so i like bought like a mask and stuff for it and i'd never done one of those but it was a lot of fun Oh, that sounds fun. It was so much fun. I think that's all that's really been going on. Oh, I got a new desk. I got a desk. You can't tell. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you are
1: not on the ground using books. I
0: know. So I think I'm about to start working remote two days a week. I'm like 90% sure. Oh, no. I'm really excited. But I was like, what do I do? I need a desk. And so I was telling Billy this and he was like, oh, we're actually getting rid of Jen's old desk and we're coming down this weekend for my mom's birthday. Like, We were just going to get rid of it if you want it. And I was like, sure. like I'll at least try it. So... I have a desk now. Perfect. Yay. Yeah. So cool. that's all that's been going on in my life. went to Nashville and I got a desk.
1: Cool. I like
0: it. What about you? I'm dying to hear about your trip first off. So please take it away. Well, yeah. So my, I went to Italy and
1: it was amazing. Like absolutely amazing. I, I can just like start out by saying that usually I'm one of those people. I'm a kind of a homebody. So if I'm on a trip for a certain amount of days, like I get to a point where I'm just like, I want to go home. Like, I don't care where I am. I just want to go home. And I can honestly say, I did not want to go home. Like I just loved it so much. So I was a friends plus one for a wedding and the wedding was in the middle of the week. So then we were kind of planning a trip, some trips around there to kind of go all over Italy. And one of the girls that was going to the wedding tagged along. And then my friend brought another friend too. So there's four girls and we started in Milan. We got there on Friday. It was rainy. We actually hated Milan. <laughs> um, like, if there's one city you want to skip, I'd probably say skip that one. It's just very like, it's very city like. Like, it's just a city. I wasn't impressed by it. They have a really beautiful cathedral, um, but they had advertisement on the cathedral, and I'm like, for
0: the cathedral or like for like something else? No, just like
1: ads, like a the screen oh i don't like that that's like so disrespectful like no so anyways we were only there for like 18 hours and then but we just like it was pouring rain we just like weren't into it we went to this terrible pasta place like terrible it was like they were um trying to appeal to americans like they like i don't know made it kind of trendy but like my friends would literally tasted like canned ravioli, Chef Ah. Spaghettios, spaghettios. That's what I said it tasted like. It tasted Ew. like spaghettios. I got some mushroom pasta and I love mushrooms, but I swear to God, they used Campbell's cream of mushroom for it. Like it was disgusting. That was our first meal. That's so shitty. So it was just
0: kind of like a touristy trap place.
1: Yes. And we were like, we didn't even touch it. And we we're just like, this is terrible. Like this is going to be our trip. So, like, and the train station the next day we got mcdonald's and we were so happy because we're like this is this is what we needed <laughs> but then yeah after that we went to lake como we went to a little town called Bellano. so a lot of the popular places are verena and bellagio for lake como um but our airbnb, airbnb was in Bellano, which is just honestly about a five minute train ride past verena it was breathtaking. I'm going back there 100%. I loved the little town. It was so cute. Not touristy at all, which I think is why I loved it so much. It was very much just locals and everything. So gorgeous. Met some very attractive people there too. And then we were only there for about less than 24 hours. We had to catch a train and we took the train to Florence. Loved Florence too. Absolutely beautiful. Was there also for I think 12 hours or something like that. It was just, we we're kind of fast moving with the trip. But then after Florence, we went to Chianti, which um, was like a 30 minute bus ride and that's like wine country pretty much. And so that's where the wedding was. So we had a little villa in the center of this little town where we kind of just looked out and watched people. And you probably saw, I'll post pictures too on Instagram. Yeah, uh,
0: definitely.
1: And you probably saw it like it might be reels and everything, like the little town center. <laughs> um, we were there for three days because the wedding was at a little castle, like right outside. Everything was so beautiful. And then, yeah, after that, we ended in Rome and loved Rome, not as much as Florence. Rome was very, I mean, as you can imagine, it's beautiful. Um, the Colosseum was really cool to see, even though they're doing like preservation and construction on it. So there's some scaffolding everywhere, um, but it's just very touristy.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: Um, so that kind of where our Airbnb was and everything in Rome was really nice and I liked it. But otherwise, we're, it was crazy. It was like a big city, obviously, like hectic um but yeah I loved it I can't wait to go back to Italy it was just so so gorgeous everything about it I just loved how like every city was so different from the other so it's really cool um but yeah I got back
0: so gorgeous
1: I think I got back last Saturday because I didn't do like anything last weekend mm-hmm. because obviously jet lag and then this weekend, Friday, I got drinks. I've mentioned it a million times. They should probably just sponsor me at this point at the Katy Trail Ice House. Got some drinks there with some friends. Then, so yesterday I went to Oktoberfest in this town of South Lake, which is where my brother lives, and they had a wiener dog race. Oh and my so God. Ruru was participating. So, first, they had a little costume contest and she was a horse and I just got like a little cowboy to ride on her back but other I just got it off Amazon which was my mistake because there was other ones that happened in costume but anyways we raced so it was just like a super small track I can not even post the video <laughs> um but she's obsessed with my sister-in-law so we just had Terrence in at the end of the finish line and so she was calling Ruth's name and she was going crazy so she won the first race Oh my God, go So fast. And then she lost in semifinals, but she did so well and she was so happy and it was the cutest thing
0: ever. Oh my gosh, that is
1: so cute. Oh <laughs> I, was, I was literally shaking and like almost crying. I was like such a proud mom. Like you can literally see me in the video. I was like jumping. I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> um, But yeah, then I did that. And then I went home, took a nap. And then I went out last night, lost my wallet, RIP. Truly a tragedy. So I went out, it was a fun night. Honestly, it was really fun up until I realized my wallet was not there. But yeah, and now today, we're doing this. I have volleyball playoffs starting tonight too, which is exciting.
0: That's exciting. Have you seen Wilson since you've been back? <laughs> well, I guess you saw him at vo- you've been seeing him at volleyball.
1: Well, so our Wednesday team's done actually. So for some reason, the schedules got all shifted and weird. So like our Sunday teams on a different week, I don't know, but they lost in the first round of play- playoffs when I was gone. So I was like, you guys needed me clearly. Um, But so I haven't, I, I did see him though. I didn't see him at volleyball. <laughs> I saw him on Wednesday. It's going well. Yeah, it's going well. I mean, it's like kind of the same. I think it's just something really chill. Oh, yay. I'm glad it's like not bad. Not probably not good, good, but like definitely not bad.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. But yeah, so that, that's that. That's been my last few weeks. Lots of traveling, lots of spending money. Proud mom moment yesterday with my room rooms. She's right here playing.
0: Aw, sweet Special guest. Oh, I do have one more life update that I forgot about until you started oh. talking about Rue. So, Dundee started daycare this week. Aww. <laughs> and I was a mess the first day. I was completely a wreck. Um, we're going on a cruise for Thanksgiving, and so we have to board him because everyone we would normally ask to watch, and either my parents or Andre's parents, we're, we're all going to be on the cruise. And I don't want to ask any of my friends because it is Thanksgiving. So we have to board him. So the place that we're boarding him offers daycare. So we were like, we should start taking him to daycare first. That way he can like get used to it. Like make sure that we like the place, make sure that he likes it, that they like him, you know. So I was so nervous because as you know, Dundee has a big personality. He's not a bad dog, but he's very sweet. He's very, very sweet, but he has big personality. Um, so, so nervous. I like, I couldn't eat all day. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> not eat all day and they have cameras that you can check on them so I'm checking on him like literally every two minutes and at one point I hadn't checked in a while and Andres texted me it was like right at lunchtime and he's like why is Dundee in a pin by himself he's like barking like freaking out I'm like I don't know let's wait a little bit and like see like 30 minutes goes by and he's still in there it's like oh my god like let me just make sure like nothing's wrong so I call them and I'm like hi crazy dog mom first oh, day there, I just happened to notice he's been in the crate, in the pen by himself for like 30 minutes I just want to make sure that like everything's okay like yeah whatever and they said yeah like just since he's so high energy and it is his first day like he just needed some time to like calm down and like just separate and like relax and I was like okay they were like it's part of the training and like the more he gets used to daycare and stuff and like being around all the other dogs and the excitement like he'll calm down a bit but it's like for his safety for the other dog's safety because if he's still so hyped and like gets in a dog's face and they're trying to cool down and snap at him like it's for like everyone's protection like just letting him cool down a bit so he spent about two hours in there then he was out he was good Thursday we're gonna take him twice a week Thursday he went back and he was great but I just want him to relax. Like I think he's just still so excited getting used to it. But every time I check the cameras, he's either playing or just aimlessly walking around. And I just, I could yell at him and just be like, go lay down. Like all the other dogs are laying down and resting, go. Like you won't miss anything, but he'll learn that. Yeah. My big big update, my baby went and started school.
1: I was the same way when Rooster. I mean, I, I ate still, I wasn't that nervous, but, like, I was checking the cameras constantly. He might not ever, honestly, calm down too much, though. Rue never sleeps there. She's always walking around and, like, playing and everything, she's
0: dead when she comes home, like, she literally collapses. That's the good thing, like, we bring Dundee home, and he either goes to his bed or the couch, or he'll, like, switch back and forth. He doesn't move again the rest of the night, even the next day, sometimes, he's still kind of tired, so... It's good. But yeah, that was my last little update.
1: <laughs> Growing up so fast. I know. Toxic positivity, self-care, health and wellness, that kind
0: of jam. Yeah, all that all that fun stuff. I don't know, because I, I feel like like the older, more into your 20s, the older you get, at least for me personally, the more I've kind of started to prior, like try to prioritize like self-care and just taking care of myself whatever that might look like um because I know like when I was like in my early 20s in college I was just focused on just like having fun all the time and not really thinking about actually taking care of myself Mm -hmm. which I think is why I like sometimes ended up like going out a lot or drinking a lot or whatever not saying that I don't still do that every once in a while but I feel like that was like my regular and in college it's a different environment so everyone's kind of doing that that can take a toll on your mental health if you're not actually prioritizing taking care of yourself. And then when you're not taking care of yourself, I feel like it's a cycle because then you just want to go out more not deal with things, not deal with how you're feeling. Yeah.
1: Like self-care is super important because I mean, yeah, we're getting old, unfortunately. So we have to take care of ourselves and we can't drink like we used to drink. And I definitely agree. Like, I feel like I still sometimes get into those toxic cycles of like binge drinking, going out and like, my mindset is just it's not good like it's not healthy at all when I'm drinking like and I still do it but it's like yeah so it's, yeah. it's like when you think about the time where you're the most anxious or the most like depressed for me anyways it's always been around alcohol
0: and then I feel like it can easily turn into not like a bender but like if you're not feeling great or if you wake up and you're like oh my god like i like, got so hammered last night like did i make an ass out of myself then you're like whatever i don't want to deal with it like let me just call someone and let's go to brunch and start drinking again like it's very easy to just fall into that cycle and there's nothing wrong with having yourself a little weekend every now and then as long as you are doing it for the right reasons to have fun and not to try to like mask other feelings or avoid other problems for sure yeah, definitely
1: And then kind of, yeah, it's just like really all about balance, honestly. Like, I feel like that is what I've just learned over the years. Like, I can't get mad about yourself getting trashed one night. Like it happens here and there. You can't get mad for eating that cheeseburger. You can't get mad for not going to the gym. Like,
0: it's just like, you just got to balance everything out and you'll be great. Exactly. I feel like I think we talk, we did talk about this on the mental health episode, I think. I recently just found out that I'm kind of a perfectionist, that I, that's something I struggle with. And so I, it's really easy for me to beat myself up if I, like if I have a certain vision in my head for how I picture my weekend going, like Saturday morning, I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna go on a run or I'm gonna go to the gym, whatever. And I decide to sleep in a little late or whatever. It's very easy for me to be hard on myself or if I'm not doing what I think like I should be doing. Um, or if I drink more than I'd planned but have you seen those TikToks I feel like we always reference TikToks but I feel like TikTok has a lot of great content like as much as it is like dumb videos and stuff like it can be helpful so have you seen those videos where it's like basically about balance but it's like saying a reminder you can't have this and it shows like meal preps and like a clean apartment and working out without this and it's like messy and like going out and like like not super Mm -hmm. tidy apartment and that's just the perfect reminder that it's all about balance like it's fine to go out and have fun and not clean and for me like not wake up at 7 30 on a Saturday and go for a run like that's fine like I'm living my life I don't know I've just been like talking about like self-care I've just been trying to be kinder to myself because I didn't notice it for a while but I feel like I'm not always very nice to myself when things don't go according to the way i thought they should go or like i don't do like what i thought i should have done if that makes sense when it comes to like working out or like yeah. what i eat or those kinds of things
1: yeah no i 100% agree with everything that you have to say like just be nice like you didn't go to the gym oh well like you probably wanted to rest like it's not the end of the world it, like skipping the gym one day will literally not make or break you like no one knows can tell besides you but I feel like that's what I I really struggled with too. Yeah, I feel like we can kind of go into a little bit background of like our stories, I guess, with health and wellness and kind of how we've come to where we are. And definitely not saying I'm perfect by any means because I'm very far from perfect. I struggle with it probably every day still. Um, but yeah, I feel like I've mentioned it in the past, but I was really heavy into working out. Like I started my freshman year. Of I lost a lot of weight super, super fast and became super obsessive with it. And that kind of came with the whole eating super healthy and then also working out every single day, multiple workouts a day. Um, And so I still feel that stuff years later. It's been honestly almost 10 years now, which is crazy.
0: No, it makes sense. I think if you come from a background like you or I, I mean, we've had different struggles that we talked about in the mental health. Episode, but if you like, if you come from the background of like body image issues or disordered eating or like even obsessive issues around eating and working out, which I feel like unfortunately is very common, like for women and men, like in our culture today, um, we've been trained, I think, because of that to not listen to our bodies. But it's like, if you're tired or if you've worked out for six days straight, like, rest, like, it's okay, like, just listen, your body knows you best, like, listen to your body. And I feel like we've just been trained to still not do that and still go work out or we feel guilty if we don't work out and I've really been trying it's something I've really been working on to look at exercise as like a reward or because like I want to like take care of my body like I I do genuinely enjoy exercising but same thing sometimes like I go because I feel like I absolutely have to I'm gonna be the biggest piece of crap in the world if I don't go Mm -hmm. but it's like I'm tired, or I had a busy week, like one day, like, that's okay. Like, if I want to sit home instead and cuddle with Dundee, like, that's okay. But we've just feel like been conditioned to feel terrible about it. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. I feel like we're, I mean, I guess I don't know the male perspective at all. But I feel like as females, we're just so hard on ourselves in general that like, just kind of based off what you already said, just like one thing doesn't go our way. It's, it's very easy for us to kind of Be super negative about it and like beat ourselves up about it so yeah it's just like gotta be nice to yourself you're only human
0: (laughs) exactly I like I said I've just really been trying to work on that lately and social media doesn't help I think there's a lot of really there is a lot of helpful things out there on social media I've been trying to follow more I mean I and I know we're going to talk about toxic positivity but I've been trying to follow more like positive mindset Instagram accounts like just like mental health whatever um but I also feel like it can be harmful because let's say the like the one day that I like took off from working out then I go on social media or like I see my friends and they're all working out and then I'm like well I should have worked out like crap like I suck like I didn't work out but then you have to remember though like you don't think about the days that those people that you just saw work out didn't work out like you know what I mean yeah like like, there's Social media definitely. I feel like we talk shit about it all the time.
1: It has its pros, but it has a lot of cons to it as well. That's happened to me, yeah, too. Or like the I had to unfollow all the, like the fitness influencers too because they're really like toxic about everything too. But it's like, and I had to remind myself like that's their life, That's their job. Their job is literally to work out.
0: That's what I was just going to say. I was like, that is their full-time job. So of course they have all the time in the world. Right. Of course it. they go every day. Like their whole lives are literally focused around the gym. Mine's not. Like I
1: have an actual job that, I mean, not saying that that's a job, but <laughs> not a job, but I would a to go them. to, I, I can't sit on a treadmill or do other stuff during the day.
0: Exactly. I don't have 80 minutes to spend in the gym every single day. And like, it's just, it is what it is. So what do you think is, like, the best thing that you've been doing lately or working for you best in terms of, like, self-care, just helping you, like, feel your best and kind of keep tabs on, like, making sure you stay in, like, a positive mindset?
1: So, um, and I, this stuff doesn't all have to be fitness-related, but for me, everything I feel like is very fitness-related. Um, I, I think I might have mentioned this on an episode, too, but I've kind of taken a step back from lifting, which actually has really helped me mentally and like kind of help take care of my body I feel like um so I don't lift I lift like maybe once or twice a week and that's just in my apartment gym I don't go to like a big gym anymore and so I do a lot of like hypertrophy like higher reps so light weights and everything and then I'm doing a lot of walks I don't walk every day like my goal I would love to get 10,000 steps a day but it's just not feasible um and I get tired and then it's raining that sort of thing but um when I do walk, I try to get over a mile and just kind of clear my head. I listen to music. I'm like, I turn my phone to do not disturb. I feel like I've been keeping my phone on do not disturb a lot lately. Like when I sleep so I can sleep better at work so I don't get distracted and I can focus on my work when I'm on my walks. Cause I don't want to hear, like, I don't need that. Like This is my me time. This is me kind of doing that. So do not disturb is a great feature. Um, I feel like Anyone that texts me is probably like, does this girl ever not have her phone and do not disturb anymore? But I don't care. And then kind of just like doing what makes me happy. I've been really kind of pushing for that. So um, eating what I want to eat has been a huge thing that I've kind of recently allowing myself to do and not restricting myself so much and not really thinking about calories um and kind of it's I'm not I wouldn't say I'm intuitive eating because I definitely still eat when I'm not hungry sometimes but like I just I have bagels in my fridge I had McDonald's last night and I don't feel guilty about it and I'm just kind of working about on my relationship with food um because overall like food is a huge part of my mental game too and honestly like the scale has not changed and I think that's just something that I could tell like my past me, like the scale is literally not going to change. Food is food, calories are calories. It literally doesn't matter if it's a fried food or something healthy. Like it's the same damn thing. Um, and in fact, actually, I mean, granted I've stopped lifting, so I don't feel like I have a lot of, I've lost muscle too, but unrelated, you don't have to weigh yourself. I probably shouldn't weigh myself, but like, I've actually lost weight since I've stopped lifting and I've stopped lifting and started eating whatever I wanted. And so it kind of just put a lot of it into just perspective for me and it's just like wow like this world I was living in for so long it's just like it's like why like why was I forcing myself to work out so heavy stre- like kill my body and eat great and also to have a terrible mindset be miserable like I was miserable in my head and then I just take all of that away and the scale like stays the same if not went down a little bit not that that even matters I wasn't even trying to lose weight it just happened and then I don't know, like I'm happier, I guess, overall. And it's like I said, like this, nothing has to be, it doesn't have to be related to health and fitness and like that sort of thing. But to me, like my mental well being has been focused around working out and eating well for so long that it's just a constant, literally, it's such a constant struggle that I deal with all the time. It's true. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's kind of what I've been doing now. Um, yeah, I'm going to love myself. I'm going to love my body a lot more, um, which is huge because I'm the queen of self-destruction. <laughs> Looking in the mirror is like the worst after you get out of the shower and you just like glance at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm starting to get better. So yeah,
0: that's what I've done recently. Um, yeah, what about you? Same thing like you said, like I know this whole episode, like we didn't intend for it to revolve around fitness and eating and all those kinds of things, but that's kind of at least what we've both dealt with. So I feel like that's why we're talking about it so much. But same thing, just kind of intuitive eating. I've been working on that. I mean, I've been working on that in therapy too, because like you said, like I've spent so long like fixating on every single thing I put in my mouth, like what am I gonna eat next? Like I can't eat that, like I have to eat this. And it's like exhausting, like you said. Like you only get one life and why do I want to spend so much of my time and effort fixating on that? So I've really been working on that. And like with the weighing, I've, I, when I was like in a really bad spot, like a year ago, year and a half ago, like I would weigh myself two times a day, every single day. Um, And that's like psychotic, like literally psychotic because your weight can change so easily over nothing. Like you had like some more salty foods or you drink like some more water. So you're bloated. Like it doesn't mean anything. So that's what I've been working on. Um, and then I, I've only been weighing like once every two weeks, like once a week, like it's really a big improvement because there was a while where like I just, my whole day, the outcome and my mindset for the whole day depended on what that number said in the morning. And it's like literally why, like why? Um, Or I would do like crazy things like, okay, well, I kind of want a bagel for breakfast. So if I weigh and it's under this amount, then I can eat a bagel. But if not, like I'm not eating or I have to have like scrambled egg whites or something like ridiculous. And it's just like, that's not a fun way to live. So I've been working on that. I did decide to weigh for the first time in a while the other day and it was a lower number than what i was expecting so i got like really happy but then i don't know about you like trying to switch into a better mindset you like catch yourself in those old mindsets and you have to like cut them out so i like was so excited that it was like lower but i was like no though because what if it was higher than what i thought like i shouldn't let i shouldn't tell myself oh now today's gonna be a great day because of this because then what if it wasn't like i can't let my day be dictated by that and then it's funny because right after that I like read a devotional and I journal every morning so right after that the devotional was about like finding joy like in all circumstances and like through Jesus but not letting like external things like dictate whether you feel joyful or not I was like that's so like fitting because that's what I just dealt with like I'm trying to tell myself like so that's what I've been trying to work on working on just listening to my body about what to eat when to eat or even like when not to eat like I've been like I said like focusing on intuitive eating I'm reading the book right now the other day at work, it was like lunchtime, but like I had eaten my morning apple a little bit later than normal. So I wasn't hungry. And I feel like normally I would have just eaten anyway, but I was like, well, I'm really not hungry right now. So like, not going to eat. And it's just weird. I'm sure you can probably relate trying to learn to listen to your body after so long of like not listening to it.
1: No, <laughs> well, I completely agree. Like, with like macros, like you've had to eat. I remember like stuffing my face with food because I had to hit those macros. And it's just, like, why? Like, I was full. Like, I was making myself sick. Like, now, like, yeah. I'm not saying skip dinner, but, like, I've had time nights that I don't eat dinner because I had a late lunch, and I'm just genuinely not hungry. Like, why would I eat if I'm not hungry? Like, it just, I don't know.
0: Exactly. And, like, That day at work, I had a yogurt for lunch. Like, that's not even fun anyway. So, like, why am I going to put myself through sitting here and eating a yogurt that I don't even want to eat because it's lunchtime? Like, I'm not hungry. Like, if I get hungry at three o'clock, fine, I'll eat it then, but I'm not hungry. And then the other thing that I've really found huge um, is routine. Like, I know we kind of just talked about, like, it's okay to not follow your routine every single day and listen to your body, but I am a person who thrives on routine. So, the weekends that we're out all the time or if I don't take that time on Sunday to kind of prepare for the week and meal prep or whatever, my whole week is thrown off and I'm not in a good space mentally. So I've been making an effort to, even if I get invited out on a Sunday or a Saturday and I haven't been home for a while, or I kind of feel off or I have some things I need to do, just focusing on, focusing on like staying home and doing what I feel like I need to do and not being a people pleaser, just going with the flow um, because in the long run, it's gonna affect me. Like I'm gonna be the one not in a good space for the week. So that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been working on. From the outside
1: looking in, I've seen you come a long
0: way
1: too though, honestly. Yeah. where you were in like high school, like you've come so far, granted it's been 10 years, but still like
0: you faced a lot and you come very far. Thank you. It's I mean, it's hard that it's like, you know, it's like so rewarding though to like feel yourself like overcoming these things like with the diet, or not the diet, but like with the eating or the working out, just the things that you thought were always gonna be such a big part of your life. Like it feels so nice to kind of be free of them.
1: Oh, I so agree. I even like, so the other night, I think I was in Italy, honestly, I was like getting ready and I got dressed and I was like, damn, I look good. Like I feel good. And I look good. And then like that little demon in my head was just like, that's too cocky. Like why the hell would you ever say that? And then I like literally shut it down. I was like, no, like I should feel that way. Like I should always have this confidence. And I need to grasp that and like tell myself I look good. I look hot. And yeah.
0: Absolutely. Plus in Italy, all your pictures you posted, you looked bomb. So that's thank you. You should have felt confident, <laughs> but yeah. Do we want to talk a little bit about toxic positivity? Yes. Do you have any thoughts you want to start off with?
1: Well, yeah. So I feel like we should kind of talk about what it is because it can be a little confusing. Like how is toxic positivity when it's literally like contradicts each other? So I have a little definition just to make it nice and simple for everyone. So toxic positivity is the excessive and ineffective overgeneralization of a happy, optimistic state across all situations. The process of toxic positivity results in the denial, minimal minimization, and invalidation of the authentic human emotional experience. So pretty much just saying you need to be happy all the time. You need to pretty much be grateful. Like you're not allowed to ever feel bad is pretty much what it's kind of saying um so yeah I'll kind of start I do have something that I've always kind of struggled with that kind of always been in the back of my mind um since I was like probably in high school um I've got I've gotten it a lot also related to kind of health and fitness and wellness and eating well but I mean I've always been like a thinner person but I like I've had friends like all shapes and sizes everything which is awesome like great everyone's beautiful but I've definitely felt like I've been invalidated by some people. Um, Like I was never allowed to around certain people. I was never allowed to talk about how I feel with my body. I'm never allowed to say, oh, I don't feel like good. or I'm not feeling confident. Like I, I don't like, I feel, I don't wanna say fat. I mean, I, I have said that like, yes, that probably wasn't the best term to use at the time, but just like saying like, I just don't like the way that I look. And I have been told multiple times by different people but you're so skinny I don't understand like you you can't like look at me you can't like feel that way pretty much and then also like why are you eating so well like you're already skinny or like why are you working out so hard you're already skinny like that sort of thing and it's just like I felt definitely like the whole like like I I get that I need to be grateful like I am a thinner person by like genetics but like it doesn't mean I I don't Get to feel bad like I don't feel bad about in my own skin sometimes like it happens so yeah that's just one thing that I kind of always struggled with and makes me not want to ever like tell people in general like how I feel sometimes because I just felt invalidated and like feel like I, I don't get to feel bad for myself because by genetics I'm skinny but so I therefore I don't get to feel like garbage <laughs> pretty much.
0: No, I could definitely see that. I think that is like an issue with like our society in general is that a lot of times like thinner people are kind of invalidated because like you just mm-hmm. said, we tell them, well, why? Like you shouldn't feel bad about yourself. Look at you, but that's not fair. Like everyone's still experiences is not feeling comfortable with their body at some point, no matter who you are. Yeah, we all have like insecurities, like
1: yeah, like just to put it blatantly, like, yeah, maybe my stomach's not as big as someone else's, but that doesn't mean that I love the way it looks. Like I still get self-conscious when like guys touch it and everything like that. Like, it's not an area that I like about my body, but so it's, yeah, I don't know. I hope I didn't sound too insensitive in general there too. Like that's what I see. That's what I get nervous about too. Like, I don't want to hurt other people's feelings by having my own feelings about certain things. But,
0: but I think that is part of Toxic positivity and just you are entitled to feel your feelings though. Like it doesn't matter how anyone else feels, like you're entitled to them. And I feel like when you try to like bury them or ignore them is when it becomes then like that leads to bigger issues.
1: Yeah. I do have another example too, if you don't mind me over talking. This is a non-body image type of scenario. Actually happened recently um with my a dear friend. She doesn't listen to this podcast, so I don't feel bad talking about it. Um, so it was a friend that I went to Italy with and we, so obviously like everyone knows that, um, Southwest Florida got hit really hard with the hurricane. And I spent a lot of time. I lived in, I literally lived in Fort Myers like a year ago. Like that was my home. Um, I lived there for two years for school. And then I also had lived there two years when I first moved to Florida with my family. So it's my home. I know it very well. Um, I know a lot of people there and I'm, people affected. Um, I have quite a few people that I know have lost their homes and everything. So it's very sad. Um, yeah. Like every day, like, I mean, it was right after the hurricane we were in Italy and I'm looking at social media and I am literally getting firsthand looks at people that I actually follow, like posting pictures. So I would share them with people and it'd be that I was with. And I'm like, this is so sad. This is so sad. This is so sad. Like, okay. Yeah. I said it a lot, but like, that's my home. Like, you know, like things I did daily were destroyed And so I said that I said, one day I said something and it wasn't even like a picture of destruction. It was just like a weird picture of the hurricane coming into Fort Myers. And this friend literally goes, I've had enough of it. I don't want to hear it anymore. And I said, I'm sorry, what? And she's like, that's all you talk about. And you're, you act like you're part of that, but you're not like, you don't even live there. And I'm
0: sorry, what? And I said, what the fuck?
1: I literally said, what the fuck? And I said, okay, then. And then we were just sitting there and like other girls were around and they were kind of like, what the fuck in general, like not picking sides or anything, just kind of like what happened. And then I said, okay. So a couple minutes went by and I said, okay, like we need to talk about this. <laughs> so we can't just like go on. I was like, this was my home. Like I have feelings about this. Like this really affects me and like people that I know like have been affected by it. So yeah, I'm going to talk about it. And then I started like tearing up and she literally... <laughs> She was like compassionate she's like okay yes i I did forget that you lived there when you were younger like me living there last year was meant nothing i think because maybe i didn't love living there like i really hated fort myers in general but like i still care for it but like anyways and so and she's like so i get it a little bit and then i like started getting a little teary-eyed because i mean i cry when i'm frustrated in general and she's like, I can't believe you're tired. You're crying. She like let me into it. And she was like, oh my I can't believe you're crying. Like you're making me feel bad now. I said, what the fuck? I just like, and then she goes,
0: my grandma died a
1: week and a half ago and you don't see me crying about it.
0: Um, but even if she was crying, that'd be fine. Like, I don't know. About- yeah, because
1: you don't talk about it. You don't talk about it. If you talked about it, I would be here for you. Are you kidding right. Like I'm just a little bit more open and sharing my feelings about things. And so I literally got up and walked away and I bawled my eyes out in the other room because I felt very invalidated. Like, yes, two completely different scenarios. Like I get it. Like, obviously I feel so bad that your grandmother died and I love and support you. Like I, I feel bad. Like I, we've talked about it before, but like it's so completely different. And I don't understand why it was even brought up in that context. And also like the fact that I wasn't even allowed to feel sad pretty much like she pretty much told me I can't feel sad about because I don't live in Fort Myers and she sees it too so I don't have to keep bringing it up.
0: That's just crazy I mean in general that whole thing is heartbreaking I think you just to be a human like you can see how sad that is and especially living in Florida thinking that could have been any of us with any storm depending like that could be me next week and you have lived there it's so easy to feel empathy towards them like that's like it's supposed to be my parents
1: the storm was supposed to go straight to my parents like they were in a zone a flood like evacuate like they my parents could have lost everything but like yeah I literally know people that lost everything the hospitals are shut down they had to evacuate the hospitals like it's crazy so yeah I'm gonna bring it up every day like I don't know. It just felt that kind of was like, I don't know if it was kind of toxic positivity in the way that she was just like, or maybe gaslighting kind of the same thing though. They're kind of very similar in a way. I don't know. But it was just pretty much like, oh, you don't have any right to be sad because she was like, Yeah, you're like kind of taking acting like something that happened in the next town over affects you. Like you're one, you're like one of those girls that's just trying to draw attention. I said. Bitch, no. And you never see me, I'm not posting about, like I think I posted one thing and that was to raise money. That's the only thing I posted about it to help raise money for people that need it. So I was just like, I don't understand where this is going. I literally donated a crap ton of money to a friend that that lost his house. But you don't know that, I didn't tell you that. I guess I need to tell you that so you know that I'm not being selfish about it. But yeah, it was just crazy. And then she came in, that was that Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. yeah and um, luckily we got through it and that was the middle of the trip but we got through it and the rest of the trip was fine but like I was and like one of the other girls came in and was like she's like how are you are you because we were supposed to go to an event that night so she's like are you getting ready and I'm like yeah I was like I'm like I'm not trying to drag you into this but like please let me know was I in the wrong in any way like am I just missing something here and she goes no absolutely
0: not oh my gosh okay what
1: about you do you have any experiences
0: with I I think the biggest thing that I, I deal with the most is um feeling guilty for like having like bad emotions or like negative emotions or feeling down. Because like I was saying, I do try to follow like a lot of like positive mindset accounts on Instagram, mental health, that kind of thing. But I feel like sometimes it backfires because it not on purpose, but like I start feeling guilty if I feel upset about something or like, just not, like, 100% myself, so I think that's where, like, I deal with the most, and I, like, I'm struggling to think of any actual examples, but I think that, and like, you were saying with the fitness influencers, like, that can cause a lot of it, too, because they obviously post, like, like, move your body, and, like, all that stuff, like, and then sometimes it backfires, and it makes me feel guilty if, like, I didn't go to the gym that day, or if I like not feeling great about myself, then I feel even worse about myself for feeling bad about myself. So I think that's like the biggest thing for me. Right. Was
1: well, there anything else you want to talk about with this whole segment?
0: I think that's kind of all I had to say. Um, just to kind of like wrap it up from my perspective. I think like we were saying, it's so important to just let yourself feel emotions and like listen to yourself like take care of yourself like you should be your number one priority because you can't show up and be your best self for everyone else like you can't show up and be the best friend girlfriend teammate employee coworker, daughter whatever if you're not first taking care of yourself so that's I think just the most important thing like prioritize yourself um and like your mental well-being you know what you have to do to like make yourself feel good and just like focus on that mm-hmm. definitely yeah that was a a perfect
1: summary. Summed it up well for both of us. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Woo!
1: All right, so I guess now we can move on.
0: Do we start with? What do we do first? Do we, do we have this issue every week. Okay, we do <laughs> reviews first, then we can go to pop culture. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying to think. So.
1: You go first
0: with your, your Um, These may not be helpful because everything I've watched lately is a couple months or a couple weeks old. I've been slacking on the reading, even though I just traveled and had like a flight and airports. I read a little bit of the intuitive eating book while I was gone. I started this book that I got from my mom for her birthday that she finished and let me borrow. It's by Leanne Moriarty, and she has a bunch of amazing books. So she wrote Big Little Lies she wrote several other things her books are I can't think of them off the top of my head but her books I could read so easily so this one is called apples never fall and I'm literally only about four pages in so that's my assignment I'm giving to myself for the week is to get more into it and finish it so I can talk about it next week but so far it's good other than that I mean I guess it has been a while since we recorded so we were off two weeks ago, Andres and I were off of work for the hurricane. So we binged Dahmer, which I know you already watched. Mm -hmm. So I won't, I know we talked about it when you watched it, so I won't go too much into it, but I agree with everything you said about it. I thought it was so good. Not like, obviously not good, but so intense. And I think they, they did, I don't want to say a good job. Let me rephrase that. It, i mean they did though they did i think they accomplished what they were trying to accomplish with it and they like made you feel certain type of way so that was really good and then we watched elvis i started it on my flight and i didn't finish it so then andres and i watched it friday night and that was so good it was so good so sad cried so much at the end but that's all i really like we need to step up my game i don't know what i've been doing lately but I hasn't been reading or watching anything <laughs> what about you
1: yeah i've been really bad reading is like honestly <laughs> huh. I haven't read in a minute and I need to because I pay for the Amazon's subscription. So, I mean, like, I got to get my money's worth. I'll get back into it. I feel like I go through waves where I, like, literally can't stop reading and just keep going through books so fast. And then I stop completely. But I'm trying to think, but I'm trying to think show wise, I haven't finished. And oh, actually, no, I've, I finally watched Only Murders in the Building because I watched it on the plane. Oh my gosh, what did you think? I really liked it. It was good. So yeah, I watched the first season because American has it on the plane. So that was nice. So I was able to watch the first season. um, And then I watched the second season when I got home. And then I watched the second season when I got home. I liked it. I was cracking up. Steve Martin just reminded me so much of my dad. Like it's just like hilarious. Like the things that he did.
0: I can liked. see that. Jim can have some Steve Martin vibes. Yes.
1: Um, so that was really good. I saw Don't Worry, Worry Darling in theaters right before I left for my trip.
0: Oh my gosh. Tell me. How was it? I, I haven't seen it yet, but I want I to. I loved it. I thought it was phenomenal. I feel like a lot of people are hating on it, but also, like, I feel like people are
1: just biased because of the whole drama. Like, they get so involved in this drama behind the scenes, and it's just, like, forget about it, and, like, forget that it's Harry Styles. Like, it's literally just a movie, and I thought it was phenomenal. Honestly, there is a twist that I genuinely, I didn't see it, and I'm pretty good. I I'm pretty good at picking up, like, easily like right in the beginning of the movies so i'm like okay this is probably what's gonna happen no i can honestly say i like did not expect the twist that happened um so i really i highly recommend Florence Pugh did a really good job she's fucking gorgeous To like love her harry i think harry did really well actually people are like laughing at him like do you
0: see those videos that he post on tiktok like laughing when he was like acting or like vibe and stuff no i haven't seen those two. what so people are saying that he like didn't do a good job acting
1: yeah but i was like it's his first movie honestly for his first movie i think he did really well and he really didn't have like he had a big role but it wasn't like he didn't talk that much i didn't feel but anyways i really like that um show wise i started house of house of the dragon i think it is or house of dragons whatever the game of thrones spinoff it's good it's just slow and like I always watch it after work and I'm just like tired after work. So it's hard to keep up with, but it's still really good. Any other recs that I have I am on like well known April spritzes have been around, but ever since Italy, I've been on it. Other rec, I'll show a picture. I'll post the picture. You can get at Total Wine, I'm sure. Chianti Classico wine from um Italy. So it has to be the Classico. They have like less of the formaldehydes or what else? What did they put in? Nitrates, nitrites, whatever. They don't use as much in their wine there. So you do not have a hangover. At the wedding, we were mixing. We started with Prosecco. We went to red wine. We went to white wine. We went back to Prosecco. We were going back and forth. Then they brought out the liquor for the dancing. Like we were all over the place. I woke up the next morning and said, Why do I feel good? Why do I feel normal? Because the wine, the wine is great. So highly recommend Italian wine, specific Chianti Classico, because that's the one that we did a tour on, and they told us specifically that.
0: I'll have to keep my eye out for it. Did you have any good like Italian like liqueurs, like any like sambuca or like limoncello? Not really.
1: I mean, we did have limoncello one night at a restaurant; they brought it out for us, but we really just stuck with wine and, um, apple spritzes the whole time. We really didn't drink, like, we didn't drink that much. Like, we did, but we easily held two bottles, like, at dinner, and, like, maybe had, like, a glass or two each at lunch, but there's only, like, two nights, I think, that we got drunk, and one of them was, like, in Bellano, but that's because we were at the bar with, like, the bartenders, and they were such, so fun, but yeah, we didn't really drink any Italian, like, liqueur. And then like pasta there in general is just so it's amazing. Anyways, I just recommend my rec is, is, is Italy. I fucking love that country. I want to go back, honestly. And everyone's super nice there. All Italians are so nice.
0: I, I really, 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 really want to go. Yes. yes. Highly, highly recommend. It's on my list in the next like three to four years. Speaking of recs and Italian liqueur, since you don't have any my rec is next time you're at a restaurant and you want a little after dinner drink pick me up but you don't want a whole espresso martini get an espresso or a coffee and then get a shot of sambuca on the side and then put it in the coffee and then it's so good Oh, interesting that's really smart it's so good like that's like what my family like does so it's very good cool love that love that All right. Hot culture. Okay. We were saying before we started recording that once again, nothing's been really going on, but tomorrow, the day after we record on Monday, of course, there's going to be some earth shattering nonsense that happened. So one thing that happened, but it's not really worth having a whole discussion over. um, BravoCon was this weekend. I really want to go next year, but anyway. Lisa Rinna got booed by the fans, which is kind of funny because I'm very behind on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But from what I've been seeing on social media, everyone's just really, really, really over her shit. So that was kind of funny. And with her personality, I feel like she's like a little bit of a narcissist. Like she didn't mind. Like she posted an Instagram post of it and like she was like flicking everyone off. Like She probably loved it, actually. Like she
1: loved the attention. Like she was like, it might be negative attention, but it's attention. So love that. Oh, yeah. And she's also, like, this not cute. Like, I never want to, like, put anyone down for their looks. And But I- actually, she
0: can't. I can't put her down for her looks because she paid for it. No, and-, and I know this is, like, an ongoing joke, an ongoing thing everyone says, but it's been, like, 90 years. Like, get a new hairstyle, please. Oh, my gosh, the hairstyle is so outdated. So outdated. <laughs> I mean, she rocks it, and if you think about yeah. it, like, She would look weird with anything else because that's all we're ever used to seeing her with. So like, (laughs) yes, but like at the same time, like you never want to switch it up. I don't know.
1: Not even the color or anything. It's literally the same cut and color every single time.
0: Always, always. I guess the
1: other thing that we can mention from BravoCon too is that Raquel and Schwartz are rumored, or actually she confirmed that they had a little thing from Vanderpump. I just don't love it. I mean, it's just been Schwartz and Katie for so long. And I knew their marriage wasn't going to
0: last, but it's just like, it's still always just been them. But. Bravo con. We We should go next year. We should. That's fine. So. so we can cover it on the podcast. It's a, a oh, business okay. trip.
1: Yeah, it's a business trip. We can, um, I forgot, I was going to say something, like put it on the card, but like it's still our card, with the business card. But anyways,
0: <laughs> what am I talking about? Oh my gosh, okay. First of all, I'm so sick of seeing this man every time I go on Instagram. Like I feel like he's always in the news or like who even cares. But yeah, him and Kelly from his season, I guess, are dating, which I don't know. By the end of his season and everything since then and his mom, he just really rubs me the wrong way. I don't know.
1: I feel like I just kind of don't like her now. Like I, I've kind of lost respect for her because now she's just doing it to herself yeah you know like how everyone kind of like liked her and kind of felt bad for her after the first time now i'm like what are you girl what are you doing
0: (laughs) i mean i hope they're happy i hope it works out and doesn't end in a shit show but i'm not um super optimistic about it and sorry but i'm not (laughs) can we
1: also talk about how madison is getting married like already maddie
0: I know but okay no shade to anyone no shade to any religions or Christian and I mean Lauren and I are both Christian but I I think they're falling into that um like cliche of like they're waiting until marriage but they want to they want to bang so they're getting married <laughs> like
1: so, yeah they good. got engaged super fast they're getting married super fast like they it's there they're probably like shit hey, we're, we're gonna get ourselves in trouble if we don't if we don't do this fast I like, okay. Props to them. Honestly, like I, I really do think about people that can save themselves for marriage and like have serious relationships where they're actually like, they do make out and they do get into those situations. And the fact that they're able to resist is very impressive because me, me and my hormones, damn, if I'm making out and we're having a good time,
0: like I will take my own pants
1: off like immediately.
0: Like that's just how I am. Like. No, I seriously respect that. That takes so much discipline and just so much. I mean, I think a part of it too is they don't let themselves get in a lot of situations. So like, they probably don't like, I mean, I don't know if this is all couples who are waiting, but probably don't like have sleepovers, like do certain things to like try to prevent them from even getting in a situation where like the temptation might like get too much, but still like, I really applaud them. Of course, like, I don't know. I wish I could have done I wish
1: I could be that good of a Christian she's a little much though sometimes like I think she kind of like I don't know I should probably shut up before I like say something bad but like I don't know she I just I'm not one for forcing it down people's throats and I feel like that's kind of what she's starting to do yeah which I don't love but, but yeah have you ever talked about BYU students on here I th- I don't
0: know if we have. I don't know if we've talked about them.
1: I mean, there's not much to say, but I just think about that soaking. I randomly think about soaking sometimes and I'm just like, why? How does that not count though? It counts. 300%
0: counts. Like, like that he- counts. Like Yeah,
1: I don't know what to say. That, that counts. There's nothing related to go into it. I just thought of it when we were talking about saving yourself from marriage because it's like, they probably don't put themselves in the, those situations, but they
0: might though. Like, do you think that they give oral sex or, I think it all- depends. I think some people think that that counts as sex, and some people don't think it does. So, that's like their workaround. I have so many questions.
1: I- I'll just, I'll, I'll my, I'll ask. Be like, hey, thinking about being a born again, a virgin, and saving myself for marriage, can you answer these questions for me? What is allowed and what is not allowed?
0: And if you don't know about the BYU kids and soaking, just go on TikTok and you'll. Oh,
1: yeah, you'll, you'll learn, learn everything. Education. We don't need to go into detail about it you'll find you find everything you need to know
0: <laughs> it's more fun if we let you
1: find out on your own the byu kids are so interesting i was watching a tiktok today and it was like when they like you know those random people with the mics they just go around and like ask people random questions yeah so it was like this guy was going around and he started saying like the truth hurts by lizzo song so like they have to finish the, the lyrics so he goes um i just took a DNA test turns out and then, like, they had to finish it. And they were all, like, refused to say bitch. Like, they were all, like, I'm 100% that. it's so, Someone commented, and it was, like, so true. It's, like, I've never seen, like, a group of adults so scared to say a word. And bitch is, like, such a minor one. Like, bitch is
0: nothing. <laughs> and it's, like, they're quoting something. It's not, like, they're, like, outwardly, like, calling someone a bitch. Like, I, like, I feel like, like, in the Bible, when it talks about not cursing, the... And I don't know, like, I forgive me, everyone, Jesus, if I'm wrong, but I feel like the intention is not to purposely go around and, like, cursing up people, cursing this, cursing that. But if you're quoting something, like, you're not going to hell. Like, you're not condemned because you quoted a song that says a a slight, mild curse word. And she's also, like, not saying it in a derogatory way. Like, she's saying,
1: like, I'm that bitch. Like, I did that. Like, that's me. This one girl even said she was like, I can't say it. I'm scared I'm going to get fired. I'm like, well, no one's going to fire you. It was just funny. Oh. It interesting. Anyway.
0: Okay. Do we think- have anything else we wanted to talk about? It was so fun to like sit down and record again. I, it, I know it's only three weeks, but it feels like it's been forever.
1: I know. This is probably going to be a longer episode for sure. But we had a lot to catch up on. But yeah, we'll just... we had a lot to
0: catch you guys up on.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's it for this week.
0: I think so too. Okay. Well, we're back at it. Back recording. It was a little bumpy at first.
1: I kind of like, I couldn't buy my microphone for a minute. I was like, where did I put it? but we, we back, we back, back to our regularly, regularly scheduled programs, but
0: we didn't miss a week ever. I have not missed a week. This is going to be episode 12. That's oh, crazy. Wow. Oh my gosh.
1: All right. Well, follow us on Instagram. Let's unwind podcast, TikTok. Let's unwind podcast, um, email us. Let's unwind, unwind podcast, um, at gmail like god dang it i say like and subscribe every single time Uh. rate and follow (laughs) do all of the nice things yeah and we'll be back next week